All right, I just want to dedicate a few seconds to welcome back AJ Flags. How you doing, AJ? I'm good. I took a little two-week vacation, but I'm back. Yeah, we're glad to have you back. It's a new month, February 1st. We're recording N10 Season 2, Episode 16. We got some, some news here. We got more news because hockey is running and it's full-time back, so we're glad that's happening. And uh, we got some injuries to tell you about. We got some rivalries to tell you about. We'll mention that right now. So, uh, Allmark... Goalie for the Buffalo Sabres uh, just got hurt the other game and is currently out three to four weeks with a lower body injury. And that's just devastating for the Sabres who are still trying to make a push it look like. But now that Allmark, they're starting goalies out for about a month. That looks like that's not going to happen at all this season. Once again, the Sabres will probably miss the playoffs since for the eighth or ninth consecutive year. <laughs> So Buffalo's just terrible right now. And then this Allmark injury doesn't help. Buffalo looks like shit right now. Uh, other news, Marcus Pedersen and the Pittsburgh Penguins agreed to uh, terms on a five-year contract worth $4.025 million. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I think it's a little bit hefty. It's a little bit much. <laughs> he has one goal and 14 assists on the season right now, 15 points. His career high, he's been in the league for... Four, this is his fourth season right now. Mm-hmm. His career high is 19 points in 57 games played. Yeah, Very good, good, in my opinion. It's a, bit, it's a bit much, as Joe said, but, I mean, hopefully he grows because, like, he, I mean, that contract's pretty big and Pittsburgh's already dealing with a lot of money. So, yeah. It's, it seems like, though, Pittsburgh is the place for players to grow. Like, we've yeah. seen number, yeah, like Chris, Chris Kunitz, for example. He's a perfect example. Played with Crosby for a number of years and then like got good. That's where he was known best. You know what I mean? Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. They grow players there, so that, that's a good opportunity for him, I guess. Yeah, just pull them out of there. You know what? Yeah, Yari, Russ, Gensel. go down the list. Yeah, yeah Gensel's another one too, actually. Dumoulin. Yeah, like <laughs> just everywhere they pull them out from. Yeah. Uh, then Thomas Hurdle. Uh, my guy in fantasy is out for the whole season with a torn ACL and MCL to add on to that. He's having surgery on Monday. They already have Couture out. Now they have their second line center out with Thomas Hurdle. Bad injury. We said on the hot takes, or was it the hot takes? Yes. It was the hot takes. Joe Spicy Meatball. He said, is the San Jose Shark season over? I said no, but now it looks like it's getting closer to over. What do you guys think about this injury? Over. Uh, yeah. that He's their best player, I think, right now, and that's a that's a huge loss for them. Um, I don't know. I think that's it. I think Thomas Hurdle is like their glue guy, and now that he's gone, not looking good for them. Yeah, that's a terrible injury though. Tearing both his ACL and MCL, so his knees basically destroyed. And then like he was just at the All Star game like last weekend, and he lit he it up there too, didn't he? Yeah, he like he had four goals in that one game, and then. For the skills comp, he had the Justin Bieber mask yeah. on Bennington. So he was having a good time and trying to enjoy it. And then this happens right after he comes back, and it's just devastating. So now the number one center for the San Jose Sharks mm-hmm. is a Jumbo Joe, baby. 40-year-old, <laughs> got two goals, three goals on the year. He's going to be leading the charge to get to the playoffs. <laughs> well, he's going to have to be leading that charge with more goals, first of all. So He's going to turn to McDavid starting in his next game. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah, the San Jose Sharks look even more. They 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 look horrible and they just look just... old and slow. They just look bad. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on there, but 
another injury for them, it's not very good. So we'll keep an update on that for the whole the entire season. I, I I was gonna let let's let Joe do this because I know I know he's his favorite player. So why don't you just mention it? All right. So my boy, the Grade Eight, keeps climbing the all-time goals list. Last night against the Ottawa Senators, he passed Messier for eighth on all-time goals with 695 goals in his career. Ovechkin only needs three more goals. He's currently sitting at 37 this season. So three more goals to join Wayne Gretzky as the only players in NHL history with at least 1140 goal seasons. Like That's mm. ridiculous. And of course he's going to get it. I mean, he's only, I think he's 14 goals away from being 7th all-time, which at yeah. this rate... And 22, just, 22 yeah. goals away from 6th all-time. Yeah, so at this rate, he could, if he continues how hot he's been, he has 11 goals in his past 5 games alone. So if he can continue half of that production, he could be 7th all-time by the end of the season. And also, since I said he was at 695, he's only set 5 away from the 700 club. And the only players with 700-plus goals in their career include Wayne Gretzky, Gordie Howe, Yarmir Yager, Brett Hall, Marcel Dion, Phil Esposito, and Mike Gardner. And Mike Gardner is the one that's sitting at 7th. So Ovi, if not this year, then next year he will be 7th and possibly even more by the end of next season. I think at this rate, I seriously think Ovechkin might beat Gretzky's goal record. He's currently 199 goals away from tying it. If you think if he has, was that four fifty goal seasons left in him, mm-hmm. which I, I get he's getting old now and like maybe he'll slow down, but it doesn't look like it the way he's been playing. I mean he's gonna hit fifty this year, no problem. Yeah, um, so we'll see if he can play till forty and score thirty plus a year, so another five or so seasons, then you should be able to get it. He's thirty four right now, it. so yeah, he's thirty four. Yeah. He could do it, I think. Yeah, if he wants to do it, I think he could do it. If he wants to play till he's forty to to get it, then I would if I was him. Yeah, you know what? I would aim for that too. Like yeah. just like just the fact that we're talking about the same Ovechkin and Gretzky in the same freaking sentence is crazy right now. Because like, man, like when Ovechkin came up, he was known as that cocky guy. He still scored fifty goals and sixty goals comes some seasons, but like the fact that like. He was too cocky. This never got, This guy's never going to win a Stanley Cup. And, like, he's in that same sentence as Gretzky for goals. It's incredible. And I just think, like, I, I still think he's the greatest goal scorer of all time, even even though he hasn't beat Gretzky and all those guys in front of him that like you mentioned, Joe. But, like, I, I just think that this guy has the, one of the best shots, if not the best shot in NHL history, whether it's slap shot, snap shot, wrist shot on the power play. It's, it's crazy. So uh, that's my opinion. I think he's the best goal scorer of all time. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's fun to watch. It's not crazy to say that. I don't think so. I remember a few years ago, it was kind of like when he had that. Remember, he had that like thirty-three goal season, yeah. and people were like, "Yeah, there's no way he's gonna catch Gretzky." And then he scored, I think, forty-nine the next year, and the Caps won the cup that year. Mm-hmm. He yep. scored fifty last year, and he's about to get probably probably fifty this year. He's only needs thirteen goals. I think so he'll get more like, than fifty, man. He I, might, really honestly, but. Just, like, I remember, like, a few, like, even two to three years ago, people were like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. But now it's, like, people, like, in the media, people around hockey are starting to think that maybe he could do it. Yep. Which is Crazy. awesome. Yeah, I really would be happy to see that happen, to be yeah, honest. That as much be as I love Wayne Gretzky, amazing. but I think Ovechkin is 
like Thomas said, he could be one of the – well, he is considered as one of the greatest goal scorers of all time. That would be yeah, nice and, to see him break that record. Yeah, yeah, and he plays in an era where we're able to watch it, like, on high definition. Like, it's crazy because, like, able to we never saw that. these guys. Like, mm-hmm. Phil Esposito, I didn't see him play. Yeah, that's true. Gordy Howe. Yeah, exactly. So, just the fact that we're watching Ovi today and we're watching Crosby in one generation is crazy. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I appreciate uh, them. definitely great achieve- achievements for Ovi climbing up the ladder. TSN posted everywhere yesterday. Um, and our, our, another thing that was everywhere this past week was uh, Kachuk versus Cassian. So we all watched that. We all saw what happened. What did happen? Uh, well, it was a battle of Alberta on Wednesday night. They play again tonight, actually. Mm-hmm. Again? So, Man, they play yeah. each other like every week, it seems like. I know. It's good, know. though. It's a good thing. Yeah. So they played Wednesday, which was the big kind of redemption night for casting. So apparently, um, well, we'll get into this later, but what happened was there was fights that broke out in the first period. One, of course, between casting and Kachuk, an actual fight, both dropped the gloves. Cassian won the fight, but Kachuk really at least didn't turtle this time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the most surprising fight was Monaghan versus Nugent Hopkins. Yeah, and those two actually mm-hmm. were going at it. I I didn't think they had it in them to be honest. Both more skilled players, so they they went at it. And there's a couple other things that I that I'll mention later in the episode for one of my awards that that happened during that game that kind of added fuel to the fire for that rivalry. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. Mention that later. Yeah, I saw lots of memes about how the rivalry battle of Alberta rivalries back and. How all like the old time hockey fans are like super excited about and everything, so that's kind of nice to see. I like seeing rivalries like that in the NHL. Mm-hmm. That fight though was kind of the one between um, Kachuk and Cassian. Kachuk like, well, actually, I guess we'll get into that later. But um, you know, want to just go into it right now and watch your say segment? Yeah, just go into it. Sure, Jason Derulo, welcome back, baby. <laughs> yeah, he is back. He, he, we we missed him, so yeah. We'll get right into the what you say. Uh, this was Kachuk and Cassian just talking post game about the fight they had. But I, uh, I wanted to keep him guessing a little bit, and uh, but he wanted to. I respect him for that, and I told him before we even dropped the gloves when we were gonna. Um, it's the way it is. Now it's over. Um, wish that would have happened uh, in the first place, and then it would have been done. I wanted to do it earlier, and he said, you know, no, it's too early. I don't, I don't even know, and. Uh, and I think after the fight, it got him. He wanted in on the action, and I was like, "Sure, I'll do it, absolutely." Yeah, it, I mean, before the fight happened, like the game, I think it was what a week ago on Saturday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. Cassian, in his words, and you can tell by his body language, like he didn't really have respect for Kachuk, really. And I guess after answering the bell, which he did, Kachuk, I guess he has more respect for the guy. Um, they went at it, and I think they settled their uh, beef. Hopefully, uh, we should see tonight, but. Like that, that media coverage of the NHL and George Peros being there. Like, what, what's George Peros going to do? Stop the fight midway through the game? Like, yeah, honestly, hop on the ice, put some skates on, hop on the ice, and start beating the shit out of both of them. Yeah, like, Dude, like get knocked out again, poor guy. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like I don't want to get knocked out, but like, it's like, why are you making this like a bigger deal than it needs to be? Like, they need to settle their beef. Let them settle it. Like, they're they're not they're not princesses. Like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Nothing really happened in terms of those two. But something else did happen that, again, I will get to later that kind of pissed me off and pissed off someone else as well. Yes, it did. It pissed off a, a big player in the NHL. So uh, 
Are we done with the Cassian versus Kachuk talk, or do you have anything else? I think else? so, yeah. I was just going to say that, like, Kachuk really wants a fight. It looks like after that puck drop, when that fight happened, Kachuk was freaking chasing Cassian. Yeah, you're not wrong. I remember one clip, I think, it was after the first intermission. Elliot Friedman, a reporter on Sportsnet and anchor, there was one moment where Cassian looked like he was about to receive the puck on one play, and Kachuk looked like he's about to go for that same reverse hip check that he did the first time. But, but then Cass yeah, but Cassian didn't end up getting the puck and then you can see him kinda like back off. Like yeah. he was lining him up because it looked like he was about to get it, but then it got broken up and then he kinda like literally backed off on the yeah. hit. I was like, Holy but yeah. Part three tonight. <laughs> part three. <laughs> I don't think fireworks will happen tonight, but we will see. Anything happen, I think so. I, I I don't know, we'll see. I want there to be. Yeah, same. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll get right into the hard hat awards. So, obviously, awards to the best player in the NHL the past week of play. My guy. Uh, he plays in the Los Angeles Kings. I was going to pick Nikita Kucherov, but I saw someone else in this picked a uh, Tampa Bay Lightning player. So, I decided to give some spotlight to a lesser player that plays in the Kings who had a rough rough kind of week in the city of Los Angeles. So, uh, I'll give this one to Alex Alafalo. He scored four goals in the past two games including a hat-trick versus the Arizona Coyotes on, I believe, Wednesday night. Uh, one of them was a game-winning goal in overtime. So he was the only guy who scored that night. They scored three goals, and he got all of them. Uh, he's been a plus one, one power play goal, and one power play assist this past week. He's emerged when uh, guys like Kopitar or Dustin Brown or the forward groups uh, haven't been risen, rising. So I think Alex will follow. Uh, I think he has like 15 goals on the year, so he's having a solid season for the Kings. And, uh, yeah, just shed some spotlight on them because they're not very good. So. Axel Follow is my recipient for the hard hat. Not a bad pick at all. Um, similar to Thomas, I'm picking a player from a team that's in the bottom half of the league. Actually, the bottom third of the league. Uh, I'm going to pick Tyler Ennis. I was going to say Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson had a really good week this week, but I want to show the Ottawa Senators some love, especially because I think the Leafs are going to destroy them tonight. <laughs> um, Tyler Ennis, though, he's been playing third-line minutes, borderline fourth-line minutes uh, the past week. He had two goals and two assists in three games. Three of his points were on the power play, which Ottawa really needs to figure out soon because their power play is currently worse in the league. Their power play percentage, that is. Um, so that's good that Ennis has been producing for them on the power play. And he's also currently on a four-game point streak. So I, I had to show the Senators some love. We show them a lot of hate on this podcast just because of how bad they've – or how much they've been struggling this season and – yeah, so I, I just thought I would go with Tyler Ennis this week. And he kind of shocked me. Like, he kind of came out of nowhere. Yep. Had a pretty good, uh, productive week. I know the Leafs kind of per. I mean, the Sens kind of purged half the Leafs team from last year. And it looks like Ennis has at least been the best one out of the three or four that they got. Well, maybe yeah. Connor Brown. But Ennis yeah, has been Brown's solid for them with limited ice time for sure. So my pick for this week, as Thomas mentioned, the Tampa Bay Lightning player, it's going to be... Steven Stamkos, the captain of the Lightning, currently is 29. He's going to turn 30 soon, so he's still in the prime of his career. And since he came back from the break, because he was not selected for the All-Star game, he has four goals and two assists in three games. He's now up to 54 points on the season, just over a point per game. So Stamkos kind of had a slow start, I think, a little bit, mm -hmm. or a slow middle of the season, but now he's kind of picked it up again. That break helped him a lot. Him and Kucherov have been kind of lighting it up the last week especially. So yes. my hard hat award recipient is Stamkos. Yep. 
good picks all around. Hopefully you're right, Flager, with that prediction that the Leafs will kill the Senators because they're going to need these points coming into the stretch drive of the season with the Florida Panthers. They meet up with them on Monday, so that will be a big game for both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, Flager mentioned the Sens player. I'm also going to mention a Sens player for the Golden Plunger. Give a big <laughs> flush for this guy. That's not a surprise. Yeah, Colin White, I'm going to give this Golden Plunger to. He really, really, really deserves it because last three games, zero points and a minus three. Uh, Colin White, has he's been actually probably a disaster the whole season. He was supposed to be their first line center for this season, and he's on the third line. So I don't know what's up with him. But he's averaging 70 minute, 17 minutes per game uh, this season. And just, you know, he hasn't been really Colin White this season. He has 14 points on the year, which is terrible. And he had 14 goals all of last year. So comparison's not very good. He was a worst minus player last year. I don't, I don't know how, but uh, he's, uh, I think he's a minus 14 or 15 this year. So Colin White just hasn't been himself. And with the new deal kicking in, uh, the money, I guess, got to him in a sense. So Colin White is my recipient for the Golden Plunger. Very deservedly so. Not a bad pick. Uh, my pick, I think, is a little bit better than that. Um, I'm giving my Golden Plunger to Max Domi of the Montreal Canadiens. He's a good Canadian boy and London Knights alumni, but he's been pointless in his eight of his last 12 games and goalless in all those 12 games. Uh, he's had a really rough start to the 2020 uh, calendar year, and he's had 12 goals and 22 assists for 34 points on the season. Yeah, I, I think uh, his season really turned around ever since January 1st of 2020, and he hasn't been looking good at all. Did not wrong, man. He's been <laughs> god awful. Yeah, Joe would know that. <laughs> yeah, I am not happy with him. But the only thing I could say is that he will get a cheaper contract, just like Tyson Berry will. Oh God, true <laughs> that. So that's the only positive I could see right now. Anyways, to my pick. So I I noticed we all pick Canadian players here. Canadian, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, players on Canadian oh, yeah. teams. So this one, I like I mentioned before. It's going to be Mark Giordano, not because he didn't produce well, but because he had a, a dirty knee-on-knee. Knee. I I, it was pretty bad. I wouldn't say Giordano's a dirty player, but it was bad on Connor McDavid once again. And the hit that, I don't know if, if anyone saw that documentary of him, how his recovery came from his, from his PCL tear and, and the meniscus and uh, how he br- broke the front of his tibula, that whole injury that he suffered at the end of last year. That was because Giordano dove to get the puck and took out his leg, which then crashed right into the post and almost destroyed his leg, his knee. So um, Mc- and then McDavid, once again, he, was, he chipped the puck past Giordano, and Giordano stuck out his knee. It hit that left knee again, the one that broke. Mm-hmm. And he, McDavid stumbled for a second, and he was not happy after he yeah. got back to the bench. He was yelling at the ref. He broke his stick. You'll never want to see that happen. If he got hurt there, good God almighty. Giordano would have got shot in Edmonton. <laughs> and the league, I think, would have banned him for the year. Okay, that hit. Joe, my thoughts are a little bit different than yours. Yes, obviously, like, Giordano caused the McDavid injury, the last McDavid injury. But that hit specifically, I don't think Giordano stuck out his knee. It was more of a hip check. And then McDavid clipped his knee on Giordano. Like, I'm not saying that, like, Giordano's in the right here. I'm just saying that. I don't think it's as dirty as you're making it sound. 
It's not, but like, why the hell would you know you got beat again? You're fucking 36 years old. I don't know why you got beat again. Just turn around and go get the puck. Why would you need to stop? Why would you stop at him again? You know that what you did to him last time, and apparently you regretted it, and then you did something again like that. And it seems like Calgary is on the every time these events happen here against Edmonton, they're on the receiving end of all these criticisms, and they have to constantly keep defending themselves for all these actions. Yeah. Starting with the Kachuk hits and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah man, I'm, I'm watching it right now. Yeah, I'm watching it again right now, and it's, like, it's he's definitely he's definitely beat. Yeah, he's and he's beat hundred percent. Yeah, but just it's start more going a, back, man. You got another D partner there it could help cover for you. Yeah, and it's like, I think like a two minute penalty is necessary if McDavid like were to fall and like stuff, but like the fact that he didn't fall, and, like I don't know, it's, it's like. People were saying like suspension. I'm like, no, okay, come on, like that's that's like way too extreme. But like the fact that it's Giordano and McDavid meeting up on the same knee again is a crazy. It's crazy to like, oh my god, and it could have been a lot worse for sure. Like he could have injured it. Like, but I I see where McDavid is getting pissed at because that's definitely a penalty. And again, this guy is going after his same knee, probably obviously not on purpose. Like he doesn't want to injure the guy. Yeah, yeah, that. not on purpose, but. But it's like they came to each other again, and it's the same knee. Like, it's, yeah. oh, I don't know. That could have been scary, actually. It could have been worse, a lot worse than it, it turned out to be. But, like, yeah, I see I see what you're saying, Joe. And, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, like, they keep meeting up with each other. It's crazy. I don't know. I know. Like, at, at one point, just take Jordan off the ice for a second because he's just going to get beat every second and then take out his knee again and again. So, yeah. For sure. Well, I don't, not on purpose, but like again. Not on purpose, but just because he's old and slow, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so that finishes um, the Golden Plungers. They all deserve that this week. We'll head into the Battle of the Buds. All right, I'm back for Battle of the Buds this week. I've been picking, even though I haven't been on the podcast. Yes, you have, yeah. Uh, we all went 2-1 and one this past mm-hmm. I'm at 21-24 and 24 on the season. TV, you're at 28-17, and 17, and Joe, you're at 27-18. and 18. I am falling further and further behind as the weeks go on. That yeah, you basically need to sweep weeks. Yeah. I, yeah, I need to either that or I need to like just go positive at least and hope that you guys get losing weeks. Every yeah, week. until the end of the year, that's going to be tough. Yeah. It could happen. You never know. It could, yeah. Anyways, this week, um, I'm going to be picking... Uh... Actually, Thomas, you know what? Can you start this week? Yeah, I'll start. Uh... I, I, I start every week. so. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm picking the Flyers over the Red Wings on February 3rd, the Flames over the Sharks on February 4th, and the Avalanche over the Sens. We should even talk about the whole episode on uh, February 6th. Okay, so for my picks this week, Penguins visit the Capitals tomorrow. It's a matinee game at 12.30 in Washington. I'm picking the Caps at home. Then on February 4th, the Avalanche visit the Buffalo Sabres. I have the Avalanche winning there. And then the Anaheim Ducks visit... The Montreal Canadiens on February 6th, and I'm going to pick Canadians, I think, for the first time this whole Battle of the Buds history. Yeah. They usually so, never pick their games. Yeah, so you just mentioned the Canadians. Uh, breaking news, they assigned Kakaniemi to the AHL. So. Yep. First okay. time right minutes. <laughs> yeah, just right now. So uh, maybe that does help your odds? I don't know. <laughs> maybe, yeah. He's useless up here. Play him first line in Laval and pray that he gets good. That's all I could say. He looked right. promising last year, and this year, 
Borderline embarrassing. Sophomore slump. Yeah, yeah, that is a thing. I truly believe in that sophomore slump. I guess so. Um, it happened. All right, my picks this week. I'm taking the Leafs beating the Sens tonight. I obviously already mentioned that earlier that I think the Leafs are going to destroy the Senators. I hope I hope you're um, right. Please. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to see. Uh, the Capitals over the Kings on February 4th. And then I'm going to take the Islanders against the Kings on February 6th. The, the Kings have a really tough schedule this week. They have like four games, and I think they're all on the road in the Eastern Conference. So that's rough. Might be the Metro. That's why I'm picking yeah. against them twice. There you are. <laughs> that's tough. That's a tough scene for the Kings. Uh, yeah. I just picked Alex follow. so yeah, whatever. Uh, that's Barrow of the Buds. I'm in the lead by like one one win against Joe, so that, that that's gonna be a tight race. Hopefully, Flager catches up. We want like a three way like match, so yeah, you gotta catch up. Like you gotta pick better games, man. I know. I've like, been getting a lot of ups- uh, upsets. Like the Lightning for me lost the Stars last week. Yeah, that was an OT. Yeah, no, it was well, close. Yeah, I picked the freaking Sabers over the Senators, and yeah, the Senators were on a back to back, and they beat the terrible Buffalo Sabers. The Sabers have looked like shit though the last two weeks. They're yeah, so that. bad, man. There was a a they clip. So I, good. Yeah, there was a clip on Twitter I saw, and it was like the local Buffalo radio station. Some guy called in to rant about the oh, Sabers, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was so funny. If if I after this episode, if I could send Tom, can you play link, the audio here? I don't know if I can because it it might not be good enough. But if I could send the video to thomas he can put it in yeah that's what the i best mean parts yeah i'll yeah. do that it's so funny and it calculates all sabers fans over the past like probably five or six years or so it's so funny all right so if we get the audio here it is all right anyways i want to continue talking about the sabers just for a second the sabers had like such a similar start to the season as last year i think mm. as last season i think like they started so strong and then just out of nowhere, they like fell off the tip of the iceberg. Now they look like shit. Like they once again. Do. Once again, they're doing this this type of crap. The Sabers they just fall off every time. Remember that ten game winning streak last year, mm-hmm. and yeah. that just went to you know what. So the Sabers have done it again, and like the contract they signed with Skinner, like it, it it's it's high definitely, but like. Imagine you as an organization letting a 40-goal score going to free agency. Like, how pissed would your your fans be at that point? Mm-hmm. And then now they uh, sign Marcus Johansson. He's now their second-line center, even though he's played wing for his entire career. Yeah. And it's, it's just a mess there. And then they traded for Colin White or Colin Miller sorry, last season, and he's their seventh D. Like, they traded two second-round picks for him. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, management, coaching isn't on the same page. And whether like it, oh, Jack Eichel is the only player, and riding shotgun Sam Reinhardt. So I, I feel really terrible. Like I think I don't know who's in a which, which, worse situation, McDavid or Eichel. I as of right now, I would say Eichel. He doesn't have anyone that's close to caliber as him. At least yeah, McDavid has Drysaddle to help him carry the load of that offense. And Edmonton that was in a playoff spot this year still. Plus, Eichel's never seen the postseason McDavid has once, so... That's true, yeah. He has more postseason experience, too. Yeah. Eichel has more than, like, 20 points than the second-leading scorer on the Sabres, I think. Yeah. He's got, like, cr- 70 like points on his different. team. Six, 
Yeah. Bad. Oh, well. Poor Jack, man. Yeah, so he deserves good. a lot more. Yeah, he's so good. Um, we'll get into the next segment. We haven't done this in a while. Joe Spicy Meatball, what spice are you throwing at this week? Man, this this one is not even that spicy. It's kind of like a Beyond Meat meatball. <laughs> it's very digestible because we I don't want to eat it. Yeah, it's, it's high in sodium because if there's some, it gets high in sodium. It might not happen, but we've it, it, like usually my spicy meatballs come off of something that we've been talking about throughout the episode. So this one, it's a yes or no answer. There's no kind of opinion unless you want to give opinions. Mm-hmm. It's if the grade eight Alex Ovechkin will pass Wayne Gretzky for all time goals. You want to start, Thomas, or you want me to? Do? Yeah, I'll start. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say yes, and the one factor that I think I'm saying yes because is if he doesn't, I still think he's the greatest goal scorer of all time, and if he does, he is the greatest goal scorer of all time. So his track record is looking very good because you know when he has those cold games, and like by cold games, I mean like one or two games, which is crazy because people go on like ten or fifteen games without a goal. This guy just tries and scores like almost every game. Um, before, like two episodes ago, I think we talked about the Rock Richard winners at the end of the year, me and you and Joe, me and Joe, and I said Ovechkin would win it. And that was when he was like eight goals behind Pasternak, and now he's like one or two. So he keeps trucking and trucking throughout the whole season, and his teammates are basically going to stay the same. His center that he's been passing and scoring with the whole entire career with 259 assists on his goals Nicholas Backstrom, he's locked up to a, uh, to a contract with Ovechkin. So Ovechkin only has like one year on his contract. If he re-signs with the Caps, he's going to have a lot of success and a lot of goals. But if he doesn't and calls it quits on a career, obviously he won't pass it. But his track record is looking very good. Four seasons with 50 goals or even like six seasons with like around 25 to 30. Even if that's possible, I think Ovechkin does it. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with that. I think Ovechkin is going to sign again with the uh, Washington Capitals. I don't see why he would leave at all. And then I think he will end up eventually passing Gretzky's goal record. He's 34 right now. I think, do you know how old Gretzky was when he ended his career? I believe he was 38. 38? I think Ovechkin will play until, say, I'd say 38. Like, same age as as Gretzky, I'd I'd guess. Um, and if he has, like, even just a couple 40-goal seasons, I mm-hmm. think he's really in the past. Yeah, it's I, crazy I really to think that, that this is actually, like, this is a realistic topic, though, that we could actually discuss. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no yeah. one would ever guess that that record would be broken. Mm-hmm, for sure. It's, it's amazing. I really hope he does it. It'd be, like... The greatest moment I've ever seen in my life if he does it in for the NHL. So if he does do it, I'll be extremely happy. I hope he does. Again, he's 199 goals behind him as of this recording. So um, the rest of the season will play out. But then he's got, like Flager said, a year left on his deal after this. And then hopefully he signs another contract with the Capitals because they locked up Backstrom. Mm-hmm. They still got Kuznetsov, John Carlson. So they they know how to play with them. They know how to give him the puck. He knows how to get open. So if his body could hold up and his production, his shot will never go away. 
No. That's for sure. He could be 40 years old and still one-time bombs on that power play if he wants yeah, to. Yeah, for real. So, he'll get easily 20 goals this season. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't even have to move. So <laughs> it's just great to see. And it's, it's cool that it's actually a possibility because five years ago, ten years ago, this was never, ever a possibility that anyone would touch this record. Now yeah. it seems a little bit possible. Uh, can I want to ask you like a silly question to both of you. Like, how many one-timers do you think Alex Ovechkin has taken in his in his life? Like, since in age one life? to, like, now. In his life? Life. Like, that's including practice, oh like, God. shinny. Like, a million? No. Less. I would say, like, uh, like 300,000 of think that more, same action. Uh, you, know, you know, that's probably pretty accurate. 400,000 practice the games the like shots shitty. that he gets like last night in the game versus we scored two <laughs> goals one was an empty net fine but he had 11 shots on goal yeah that's what i mean like, like but... this guy shoots the puck from everywhere and it's hard shots and yeah, it's, it's crazy doesn't slow down to be honest doesn't slow down you would think someone at 34 years old with 1200 games of nhl experience which i think he has would start you know either slowing down physically, passing it off because he can't get open, or no, man, he he might have slowed down in foot speed, but he's still a truck out there when, yeah. when he hits people. He can still he still drives the net. He scored a highlight reel goal versus Islanders a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he just continues to go, man, and he celebrates every goal like he's just scored his first in the league, which is awesome to see. He's got that passion, mm-hmm. which makes him even more likable for me. Yep. Anyways, like I don't care about his sellies. He does some crazy ones, but he's passionate, man. Yep. That's what you need to see from the captain. A few years ago, like I wasn't really an Ovi guy, but he's since... won a lot of people over. Yeah, I think so, and deservedly so. He's such a great goal scorer, and like Barry Trotz, cha- I think Barry Trotz is like a main factor in his in his career from like 2014 to 15. I think that season is where like. Ovechkin's like, okay, I got to like really change my game here if we're going to ever win that Stanley Cup. And he did. Mm-hmm. He ultimately yeah. played better defense, I think, in my opinion. And he was more of a team player, more of a passer, and a guy who is a, is a better leader. So uh, he changed all those things, and they've all helped him out get to this um, talking of the milestone with Gretzky, which is incredible. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah, he deserves all the credit he gets. And like, what that thing he with, did with Kobe Bryant in the warm up was just special as well. Like that was yeah. that was. I didn't see that actually. What was that? So for the pregame, he came out wearing twenty four, and then for the game, he wore eight because that's his number. So like right. it was kind of cool to see like he had both. So he yeah. just wore twenty four for the pregame with his last name Ovechkin on it, but it nice. was, it was cool. He was good friends with Kobe. I didn't actually see that. That's that's pretty nice. Yeah, and did you guys see the? The what the Lakers did last night, the uh, yeah. tribute that was good, yeah, that was I, great. Like, I, I I shouldn't say it, but like, I didn't actually like it to be honest. What did like, you like? Like, the it? ceremony and everything, yeah, that was great, but I didn't like the whole introductory thing where they introduced every single player as Kobe Bryant. I think what they should have done is introduce every player just like normal, but then like introduce Kobe Bryant after. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it would have been more special that way, in my opinion. And then also, LeBron's speech, by the end of it, it was more about self, 
the Lakers organization and his teammates, his current teammates, more than Kobe Bryant. That was another thing that I didn't like. That's just my honest opinion. It's fair. Fair opinion. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I thought it was pretty well done. Um, you have to, like, understand how, like, the city has been rattled for the yeah. past week. And like, Yeah, I know they've been having, like, a bunch of, uh, like, memorial, like, ceremonies outside Staples Center yeah, for Kobe Bryant. Tons of people just gathering and putting flowers and jerseys and writing messages is crazy and, like, like during the ceremony, actually, like you heard chants like Kobe and MVP and stuff like that, which I thought was pretty cool. It lightens the mood in the arena. Like you don't have, I don't know how many fans are in the arena, like 19,000 fans just weeping and crying. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a good way of uh, paying tribute to Kobe, to be honest. And uh, yeah, he's a legend mm-hmm. off and on the court. So, yeah, it's tough to see. And uh, we, I, I don't think, I hope we don't have to deal with anything like that like for a long time because like, that rattled the whole world in a sense, the whole sporting world, to be honest. Like yeah, every sure. team, every city, every country is honoring Kobe Bryant, which is crazy. Across the world, soccer, yeah. Milan did it. Uh, NHL, they had uh, 24 seconds of silence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what the NFL does. I feel like they'll do something too. Yeah, yeah. you know what I think? They will too for the Super Bowl. Yeah, like just before the game or maybe just before halftime. But- yeah. Yeah, like, it's it just, his impact was, like, a lot of players playing in all sports now, not just NBA. Yeah, for they sure. They looked up to him. They didn't know Michael Jordan. He was already retired by the time they were growing up, really, and starting to watch basketball. So, yeah, big impact, man. Yeah, big impact. No shock. You can't yeah, forget sure. any of the others that were involved in that yeah. accident as no. well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thomas and I, we actually had, well... One of our high school friends, and actually all my childhood friends, I guess you could say, uh, he plays baseball in Orange County, and his baseball coach and his family was involved in that accident. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all you can say. Like, terrible. Just yeah, It's tragic. Yeah. Yep. That was a good episode that you guys did last week, by the way, without me. That was, <laughs> Thanks. That was yep. special. That was a nice change. Yeah, yeah, just no theme song at the beginning, just talk about whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. he deserves it, man. He, he deserves everything. Yeah. For sure. Because we recorded that just a few hours after it happened. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been that afternoon before you guys recorded. Yep. Exactly. Uh, I found for, out, like, okay, late yeah. that night about that accident. Like, I was on the way home from, I was in a cottage, I had a cottage last weekend. We were, like, driving on the way home, and I finally got cell service. I'm, like, going through, um, like, sports news on the score. And then I'm, like, shit, like, Kobe Bryant yeah. died? I was just shocked. Mm-hmm. Was yeah, that's the one guy you don't expect anything to happen to. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just to lighten the mood a bit, uh, have you guys heard any, like, trade rumors out there in the National Hockey League that uh, kind of spike your, your attention or something? Like, I've, I have a few in mind I could mention quickly just because we're, we're in the same month as the trade deadline. I believe it's on the 24th or 25th of February, uh, so the Monday. And uh, do you guys have any like rumors or things you have been seeing or would you like from a team uh, to acquire at the deadline? Not currently, but for next week, I will keep my mind open and we could talk further about that. Yep. I'm trying to think. Um, the only one I really see is like lease-related news, and I saw... Something about Josh Manson yesterday. 
yeah, if I the saw Ducks that, were to, if the Ducks were to trade him, what would it involve? And like it would basically be like a ransom, like a king's ransom, because like they're saying like the Leafs would have to give up Kapanen and like plus a lot more because Kapanen's not enough. And he clearly is. The guy's a pure third liner. So I don't. That was like one I saw yesterday, but like. I'm just off the top of my head. There's not really one yet. I feel like within like maybe the next week or so, there might be more actual rumors. Mm-hmm. But Thomas, I know you have more, so why don't you share some of them? Yeah, like I, I really like the links to the leaps to Matt Dumba. I think that's a guy like he's locked up, and you know, obviously he's not having a good year. We all know that. And just to acquire the guy, like obviously Tyson Berry has not worked out for the Leafs. We can see it, um, even though his stats are you know, decent, but not as good as when he played on the avalanche. But like to get a guy like Dumba for a long-term contract, you know, he's going to be on your team. I think that's a good fit for the Leafs and he's a bit offensive. He's a bit defensive. So I wouldn't mind those. And I've seen a lot of Jean-Gabriel Pajot to Edmonton just because they're in this run. Uh, I wrote an article about Jean-Gabriel Pajot's destinations and I've seen a lot of rumblings the past few days about him and going to Edmonton. It's going to cost a first, uh, Ottawa says. So Yo, we yes. mentioned that like way back uh, in this episodes about a first being uh, traded for John Gabriel Pajot and other stuff. But that's the, the main things I've seen. It will definitely spice up as we head, head to the trade deadline. And we'll definitely dedicate an episode to either recap or preview the trade deadline for sure. So mm-hmm. uh, once we get more news about players, once we get no, more news about the teams, we'll definitely mention it. You guys have anything else to add in this episode? I'm trying to think. Um, I I want to write. I'm going to write an article once Ovechkin hits the 700 goal club. I'm gonna write an article about his career, like a, do, a quick. Do you one. want a collab on that? Because I had that same idea. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm I'm down for that. Okay, we could do that. Because I, I was yeah. yeah same. I was gonna release it this week, but like I've been busy with school and then like since he's scoring so constantly like i might as well just wait till he hits 700 and then just do like a recap like how me and thomas did with kane mm-hmm. so, yeah for sure that was you collaborate on that i'm trying to think though other than that uh i don't really have anything else to add super bowl tomorrow yep who do you guys got super yeah, bowl oh yeah. shit yeah, i forgot about that yeah, i got go kansas man i think kansas city's gonna take it I want Kansas City, too. Yeah, I also got Kansas City. <laughs> I also think the over is going to hit in that game. I think it, it went up from, like, 53.5. That's what I got it at. I bet the over on that. Mm-hmm. Now it's at 55, but I still think it could go over 55. I think it's going to be a shootout, to be honest. Hmm. Hmm. I could see that, too. But, like, the only thing I don't know is that San Francisco uh, front line on defense so they're basically just gonna be throwing it to Tyree Kill all game, and if they double him up, like no, might be then a you bit have hard. you got hard then you have Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey might be hard too because they have that defensive back line as well. So we'll see. The only thing I fear about the Chiefs, because I really want them winning, is if they're gonna stop the run. They yeah. did yeah. it with Derrick Henry. They're gonna but, expect that, so yeah. I think they could stop yeah. that run. That's what I'm thinking too, because they did it with Henry when no one else could stop him. They stopped him yeah. that game versus the Titans. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll definitely mention that next episode. The winner, obviously, there have is going to be a winner next Saturday. So, have you guys bet on the Super Bowl at all? Like, I did, or but no? I, when I was in Vegas, I bet the Saints to win it all, <laughs> oh. and they shit themselves again. Yeah, I was not happy about that. 
Uh, yeah, neither player knows that one. Put fifty bucks on them and they lost in the wild card game. For God's sake, <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. Man, Brady's what do you think gone. about the anthem? Do you think the anthem's gonna hit the over? I think the total is set at like one minute and fifty-seven seconds or something like that. You think it's gonna go over? <laughs> I think it's uh, who's singing it again? It's like Demi Lovato. Demi I'm Lovato, the yeah. over. <laughs> she, she sang the anthem twice or three times at events. And I think she's hit like two oh six. Dude, the fact Around that we're that talking time. about like anthem time and betting on it is crazy nowadays. Dude, that's Top like bets. Super Bowl. Go oh, on yeah. any single like sport online sports book. Dude, yeah. there's a and bet. that's all it is, man. Like that's everyone <laughs> bets on that kind of shit. Also, okay. Gatorade color. What do you think the Gatorade color is gonna be? Red. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, red. red. I think red, orange, or lime. I think I'm actually thinking orange to be. I don't think they'll have the exact same color Gatorade as the jerseys, so I'm thinking orange. Okay, Plus, yeah. orange won't stain the white jerseys as as uh, as much. You know what I mean? So yeah, can I mention something quickly? Yeah. So have you guys? I, I listened Overdrive past week, and have you guys heard about the Andy Reid uh, the video? Yeah, the great <laughs> children. Yes, yeah, so with the kicking and stuff or something. What? He, so, like, a few years back, Andy Reid was on, like, a halftime thing, and he kicked, like, a field goal or something. Oh, yeah. And he yeah, was yeah. really, really massive. And, like, like Overdrive was saying, do you think this is a prop? This is actually a prop bet. Do you think that they will show that video during the game at any point? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's I, a prop I, bet. Like, I love I it. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I really wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> like, oh, my. It's, it's hilarious. Another like, one is, do you think they'll show Alex Rodriguez's face during the halftime show? Because Ooh. J-Lo's doing the halftime show? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can see that. I think, I think they will. I think that's... But I'm pretty sure the, the odds on that are not good. I know there's, there's a, a lot of... Yeah. There's a lot of crazy shit. What else, Joe? What else you got? There was a clip of Reed recently. I think it was yesterday or on Thursday. They were asking, he's like... About his, he has like nine grandchildren or mm-hmm. something, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, they keep you young, but they also make you feel old at the same time. And then as soon as he said that, he's like, much, it's very similar to sweet and sour pork. <laughs> like who the hell is that? Come on, Reed, man. Oh my, sweet and sour pork. Like, yeah, come on, Reed. It's de- it's definitely gonna be a really good Super Bowl, to be honest. I, I hope it is. Last year's was oh yeah. God Last damn year was a in. disappointment. The year before was pretty good. Yeah, there was a shootout. Eagles that and Patriots. Eagles and, yeah, Patriots. Yeah, that, was, that came down to the wire. And then the Falcons and Patriots won. That was, that was the one best too. one. I think, that was, I think that was the best Super Bowl I've seen in my life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah, that's last word. Basically, we're on. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. That's all you got. Yeah. Last words. All my last words are uh, bet the over on the Super Bowl. Okay, that's that's pretty handy. Uh, yeah, that's. I th- I think I don't know, man. Like it's gonna be tough to watch tomorrow. Like just basically on defense and offense, but like offense could come out to play and defense could also come out to play. So we shall see with that Super Bowl. I think it's gonna be really good, and I think everything around it's gonna be very good. So I uh, will see. So I wrote an article about Jean Gabriel Pajot. So uh, take take a look at that. Also, well, Patrick Kane may be a bit old by now, but it's a thousand point. I, I collaborated with Joe on that one, so check that out as well. Um, I always mention this every week point leaders, goal leaders, and the win leaders. So, the point leaders in the NHL 79 points. Leon Dreisaitl, he passed his teammate uh, Connor McDavid last night. Goal scoring leader 
Ovechkin and Pasternak are now tied for 37 goals on the season. And the win leader in the National Hockey League, he came from nowhere in like December and now he's leading the league. Andre Vasilevsky with 26 wins on the season. So that was episode 16, season 2 and N10. We will be back next week. Join us. Woo!